There's a Facebook video has gone viral, and it was a Tennessee woman who uh, captured her son, who was really uh, just a mess, uh, falling apart, coming out of school. And uh, he didn't want to go to lunch. Uh, he was afraid, and he wanted his—so his mom had picked him up. And the, the video is absolutely amazing because it, what's really amazing is that it, the, the young man is very, very emotional, yes, but he also has some unbelievable advice in this video. And I'm actually going to play the video for you in case you haven't heard it. It's, it's really a, a, a testament to what is going on out there in bullying and how this one young man takes this on. Now, this, the, the reverberations of this video are incredible. What happened to the kid? I mean, they poured milk on him. They stuck food in his clothes. I mean, they totally humiliated the kid. They said he looked ugly. He had a funny nose or something. Whatever, you know, the, the, the cruel things that kids will do, you know. And the kid just, just couldn't take it, obviously. Well, I'll tell you, the video is just truly amazing. I mean, everybody from Donald Trump Jr. to Snoop Dogg to football quarterbacks and everyone in between have reached out uh, to this young man. It's an amazing story. Well, the big question on everyone's mind, it's a gender thing or is it? World peace, religion, sex, money, politics, climate change, big business, big ideas, and big egos. Nothing is off limits. As I'm joined by some of the most accomplished and highly opinionated women from the far left, the far right, and the far reaches of the planet. This is Malcolm Out Loud, and you're listening to Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure. We're going to cover this in a two-part episode here, and I want to start talking about a term that's used. It's called bullyvention, bullyvention, and then the more serious part of this conversation, friends, bully side, and that's when you combine bullying with suicide and when somebody takes their life because of these events. Our co-host on this special production here, Yvette Taylor, joins us. She's the creator of the Energy Alignment Method and transformational mentor. Dr. Faye Wilson is here. She's an inspirational speaker, ordained minister, and underdog advocate. And Jenna Smith. She's a psychotherapist. She's a coach, and call her the human being expert. We're going to need all of that today, ladies. Welcome here. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, Season 2. And friends, extraordinary, extraordinary shows and broadcasts we've been having on this platform. Truly amazing. If you've not heard some of the shows, you can catch them all on podcast. Just go to americaoutloud.com and look up Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Pleasure, or go to iTunes, and you will find the whole litany list of season, and also season one is on there as well on iTunes. But you get all the episodes right there. If you didn't catch it on talk radio, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every day, 11 p.m. is an encore, and 9 a.m. the following morning, GMT, plays in Europe. So you can catch us on the talk radio apps, Android or Apple, or the whole podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. You'll catch them all there. So, ladies, you see this video that went viral that in the outpouring from what this young man has gone through and the result of it is unbelievably amazing. Uh, when you see the people that have reached out to this young kid, you know, the thing about this is, though, you know, here's a young guy who really with a video like this kind of asks for help. I mean, when you see a video 
like this, his mother captured the video, and you see a message like this. I mean, this is where you can sort of nip it in the bud versus a lot of young people that, you know, they some of them take their lives. It gets pretty serious, and that's where bullying really becomes bully side, and that's severe. And, we're, and I've got actual cases I want to share with you a little bit later on here about that. But Jenna, let's go to you, Jenna, uh, and talk about some of the signs here. Uh, in, a, in a case like this young boy here, uh, this video, by the way, has been seen 22 million times plus already. It's, it's yeah, truly... Yeah, I watched it this morning. It, it, what did you think of it, Jenna? Oh, it's just so heartbreaking to see as, like, as an empath and a vet, and, you know, most people are empathic in some way, but just to, like, feel his pain, and I share his pain in unnecessary cruelty and power plays and so I just I agree with him and I mean I also applaud his he was quite um articulate for how upset he was you know like and to have his mom actually put that on there and say like this isn't okay so I I admire the entire thing I mean Jenna he ends it you talk about articulate he ends it and says it will probably get better one day yeah I mean, I mean, that's like, I mean, where's that wisdom come from? Yeah, soul, right? You know, like he's he's probably a sensitive kid and there's a lot of sensitive kids. And those are the ones that do get uh, bullied the most because the bully's looking to take their power and to be powerful and to, you know, bring people down to be powerful. So it's really the, the hub of bullying is I need to bring someone else down for me to feel powerful. And, you know, this guy's caught in the, the crossfires. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that get me is with this generation, and Yvette, I want you to speak to this a moment, but one of the things that really, really get me is that, you know, this bullying thing comes from, in a lot of cases, you know, kids that are different. Let me use another word. Kids that are unique. Kids that maybe, you know, shine a little bit differently. I mean, which is a beautiful thing, actually. <laughs> I mean, I tend to embrace that kind of thing when I see that. I love people who are different. I mean, look at me, weird, different, odd, unique. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm a magnet to those people. I think, well, that's pretty cool, you know. But yet those are the kids that, that you know, like this kid. I mean, he comes out and says that in this video. I mean, these are the kids that sometimes the society... And this is one of the problems I see with the generation after generation and the kids. And we're not teaching the young people that, you know, this is... You know what I'm speaking about, Yvette? This is the core of diversity. This is the core of... I think this is where the, the human race goes wrong. I, mean, I think this is... this is Bullying is at the core of what fundamentally is wrong with the human race, Yvette. I really believe that because, Absolutely. my golly, what's wrong with us being different and unique? <laughs> I think it touches back on, on what Jenna just so beautifully described around this, this belief that in order to be in power, you have to take somebody else's power. Um, and huh. that kind of touches back on something we were talking about last week as well on one of the other shows. But power is very, very, very rarely demonstrated from a place of love power is usually shown as something that's done from a place of fear or control or needing to get one over on somebody else and i i think it lies you exactly as you just said it's a it's a core 
humanity thing. It's not just something that's happening in school. It's not new to these generations. Um, I think in many ways it's probably been amplified by, yeah. you know, social media and, and things on both sides. You know, I think there's a lot more that's done about bullying now, whereas in many years ago probably was just accepted, it, you know, take it on the chin kind of thing. But I do believe that a lot more, um, you know, a lot more young children are taking their own lives because of it now because of technology and all of those other things it's like it's coming at them from every angle now not just from the playground it, you know they get it when they get home or you know on their phone or wherever as well so yeah I think fundamentally for me it, it all comes back to this this humanitarian feeling of needing to control you know to win is to be in control and to to lord it over others yeah, it's it's being amplified by the technology. That is Absolutely. what you're saying. Totally, totally. That's what's happened today. I mean, it, it's not like totally new that this stuff has happened. But um, you always put it out there so well, and I knew you'd just be perfect with this because you, you know, you tend to. What's really cool about what you do is you tend to look at the person and really turn it back on to themselves. So what we're really talking about here is the bullies themselves. It's really a reflection of who they are. The people who are doing the bullying, huh, Yvette? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I could rant on for the entire hour. But, um, (laughs) you know, it it always comes down to both sides, really, I suppose. One, One side for me, if I had a magic wand, would be definitely be working with empowering the children who are being bullied to not allow themselves to have their power taken away. Um, but the other side of that is then obviously then working with the people who are doing the bullying um, to understand or get them to to shift what they feel they need to do in order to gain ta- maintain or gain control um, because they don't need to. If everyone was just in their own space, in their own power, doing their own thing, focusing on their own thing, there would, you know, in my magical fairy tale land, as you like to call it, Malcolm, um, you know, none of this would exist because everyone would just be doing their you know, just be doing their thing. Well, but it does exist, which is why we're addressing the problem. And uh, I mean, you know, none of this stuff. I mean, I know, I know. I want to come back a little bit after that. And I want to talk about, make a, let's make a note right now about empowering mm. the kids. I want to talk about ways we can empower the kids because I know you, well, I know all three of you have a lot to say about that. I know Jenna will as well. And yeah. Dr. Faye, um, the, the video is, you've seen the video, I assume, and it's, um, it's it's pretty remarkable how this young boy had such um, how he was empowered to well like they said the wisdom that came out of the kid I mean he's falling apart obviously in the video I mean emotionally it's it's taken a toll on him but at the same time he's trying to be the adult in the room you think I I think and one of the things that I noted is that when a child is supported by the parent. Mm-hmm. And the mom took him seriously and she mm-hmm. took she took what he shared with her t- to heart and she went to battle. It empowers a child when the parent is standing up for them. An adult is paying attention that gave him his voice back, even though the bullies were trying to take it. Boy, that is an outstanding stand in point because ladies i know a lot of people without even realizing the harm they're doing who would say kid you know let's say let's say the the kid you know they say hey grow up i mean what are you complaining about or they would say something not you know and not even trying to be cruel or something but you know like or just in other words they would dismiss it somehow you see 
you know? Yeah. And much of the time that's happening, Malcolm, I've had up close personal experience Mm -hmm. with children that have been bullied and suicidal. So this is a very... A hot topic for me. Yeah, uh, this, is able... this, this is, this yeah, this is big. This impacts me. I know, mm-hmm. I know. This impacts me a lot as well, which is why I said, with this sort of a cast with you three, we, we've got to really spend a couple of shows on this, and really because I want to get more in, fundamentally into that bully side too. All right, so listen, there are a lot of people who reached out to this kid. Here's what's really, really cool about this story. Not only did the young boy really provide the wisdom and the impact and the introspection that we're talking about here, but I've got to tell you why. The community as a whole, now when I say the community, I'm talking about the world, okay, the community of the world, yeah? And they reached out, and some of the tweets, I'm going to read you some of them, are pretty pretty profound. And the people that came to, uh, you know, uh, help this young man in one way, shape, or form, another. What I want to do right now, I want to take a moment... I want to play the video for you. So I'm going to do that right now. So let me get my earphones off just a moment here. So bear with me. Okay, we've got those off now. And I'm going to play the video for you because I want you to hear it. I also put it on our Twitter feed, at Malcolm Out Loud. You'll find it there. But let me let me play it right now for you so you can hear it. Why do they bully? What, what's the point of it? Why do you find joy in taking innocent people? Finding a way to be mean to. Not okay. What do they say to you? They make fun of my nose. They call me ugly. They say I have no friends. What'd they do to you at lunch? Put milk on me and put a hand up my clothes. Threw bread at me. Is it just you? Yep. Or is it other kids too that feel that way? Say it's other kids too. How's that make you feel? I think they do it to me, and I'm for sure no one that they do it to other people, because it's not okay. People that are different don't need to be criticized about it, because it's not their fault. But if you are made fun of, just don't, don't let it bother you. Just stay strong, I guess. It's hard. But it'll probably get better one day. It will probably get better one day. You hear that, ladies, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I hope you could hear the video, yes? Yes, yes. I mean, and then people that are different don't need to be criticized for it. By golly, I love those words. But different to what? That's that, That, for me, is the kind of... You know, who's to say that the bullies are the ones who are, are right or, you know, the ones where everything's perfect and therefore everyone that's different to them is wrong? It's it, This is the bit that kind of concerns concerns me. And I guess everybody would say that anyone that's different to them is, is the one that's in the wrong. But it's he's not different. He's exactly as you shared at the beginning. He's unique and gorgeous and perfect and amazing as he is. And that's the part that we need to get people celebrating is is who they are, recognizing who they are. 
Yeah. And, and you know, the, the fact that he is in an educational institution, he's in a classroom, he's in a school, parents have sent him there to receive an education and not to be bullied. The, the school system, and I don't know if this is the place for this or not, Malcolm, but the school system has to look at educating the students and incorporating that as part of the curriculum that is important to teach children to embrace diversity and to understand that it's okay for people to be who they are and to honor that because it, unless the mirror is placed in front of you, you think that you are separate from others. And so if we can get schools involved and counselors and educators on board with teaching children from the very first day and parents on how to embrace diversity and love it and know that it's a God-given gift to have each other and to have the differences. What do you think, Jenna? Well, I'm listening and I'm thinking we're talking about the kids, but no one's talking about the adults. And, you know, we need to educate the kids, but we need to educate teachers. Like how how are teachers in I, I have some clients that are teachers. So I do hear, you know, when they have, a, as you said, like a suicide or all of these things, a lot of them are not educated on how to actually mentor these kids or how they should be. Because you've got like the cool guy thing in school and then he'll want to be with the cool kids. Like there's a lot of teachers that act like kids, to be honest. They haven't grown up from high school and they're still trying to be cool and they're still trying to play these stupid games that it's fine when they're kids. But there's a certain point where you got to grow up and be a mentor to children who are trying to figure themselves out and they're mirroring the adults a lot of the time. That's true. So, mm -hmm. you know, when I think about the entire issue and you look at these kids who don't know any better, well, who, who is showing the other options? That's, that's very true. The Board of Education does offer curriculum or uh, continuing ed for teachers on these issues. But what is not happening is that the curriculum is not being tailored to bring it from the continuing education component into the classroom so that the teachers can implement that because because they're so involved in the administrative aspects exactly. of education right now they're inundated with paperwork and so the when a child comes to them with an issue if it's not about uh, something that they have been uh, given to do from administration or a task that they've been assigned and has a timeline on it. The teachers are not given enough time to even hear the children, no. uh, uh, hear them out as a counselor. And I can tell you, you know, you have to go and spot children. You have to go and, and be aggressive toward it if you have that that luxury now in in the school system so to teach the child it has to be part of the curriculum before the teachers can even address it even though it's been made available to them through the board of education and that's across the country here mm -hmm. uh, well, it, mm -hmm. it's uh, it, the 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 point you make about the educators and teaching in the classroom uh, to me is a significant one. I've never seen that, but you know, I, I get thinking about that, Jenner, as you say that, and then Dr. Faye, as you as you continue that conversation, I want to say that um, that would be a hell of a step. I mean, I don't ever remember that in class where there was a class. I mean, I think this should be taught in the schools is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, why isn't there, this should be ideal to have classes on this topic? You understand what this could be a subject onto its own, ladies. 
Absolutely. Oh, the education Absolutely. system is a whole thing, right? That's a whole other interview. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Reflect diversity and have time that they're not doing these standardized tests. I mean, it's a much bigger issue, right? But um, I just to say this, though, I do get that teachers are overwhelmed. And so it isn't about, oh, well, putting the onus on the teachers. It's a it's a it is a web issue. There are so many moving parts to contributing to why this is happening. But, you know, the solution is is education. And that that child, I don't know his name, that said, hey, this isn't okay. And you know what? I have faith in him because he's like, this is going to get better one day. As I said, Malcolm, like the bully side is when they don't see the one day that's going to get better. And that's their only way to escape as we were talking about social media and everything. But, you know, it's such a, it's such a, you know, you look at it's, it's happening in schools, but it's happening in offices. Right. It's happening on the True. highway. It's, it's, it's a human issue. It's the, the kids are just playing out what we've already established for them to play. Wow. Out. That's, that's yeah. a valid, valid point. By the way, the young boy's name is Keaton Keaton. Mm-hmm. And uh, so mm-hmm. that's, that's who he is. Uh, it is, um, it's an eye opener. And I, I want to share in a moment here, too, some of the tweets and stuff that uh, I want you to hear from some of the people who've chimed in and what they've said. The, the outpouring of support for this young man is truly a gift in itself. You know, this, is a, this could be a turning point for bullies everywhere and for those in society that say, you know what, this is not acceptable that you do this, uh, you, you know, in this way. Because bullying is a profound problem out there. Listen, friends, we are thrilled that you are with us today. As, as always, we really appreciate you being here and, uh, and listening to this extraordinary conversation. And i got to tell you, this, this show is an incredible gift. And the ladies that um, bring, uh, you just couldn't, I mean, how do you make this stuff up? But the women who make this show what it is really um, impact it from around the globe. And as you're seeing right now, the unique personalities, I mean, we're able to really take a topic like this and... Um, and really bring it home. I think that you're going to find that on this two-part series here. Uh, it's a joy for us to bring this to you. We're thrilled to have the opportunity here uh, at Life, Liberty, and uh, on America Out Loud. Now, do me a favor. Be sure to share all of this out there in social media. Let folks know about it because we can reach a lot more people as this continues onward here. And we appreciate that. Also, remember to subscribe, rate, and review for us, please, on the podcast on iTunes. That's the time to get it. Of course, you can hear this first and foremost every day, the new episode on talk radio. But again, we appreciate your support and share it out there. Go and do the iTunes and share, uh, rate, review, and subscribe, actually. And then all the shows come to you as well. Listen, we are, again, uh, thrilled to bring this topic to you today. We're going to pause just a quick moment here, and we'll be back for this very, very important two-part discussion on bullyvention, and then a more severe case of bully side. Stay right there. Think back to the last time you felt healthy and energized. The best times of our lives occur when we're at the peak of our health, sleeping better, full of energy and focus. We know that fades with age, and you might be feeling the effects of aging as low energy and poor sleep. But it doesn't have to be that way. There haven't been any nutrition systems designed to rejuvenate our bodies as we get older. Until now, Healthy Cell Pro is the only multinutrient system that impacts the building block of your body, the cell. Created by anti-aging expert and Nobel Prize nominee, Dr. Vincent Giampapa. 
award-winning Healthy Cell Pro cuts through the complexity of nutrition supplements by simply giving you the purest ingredients, filling dietary gaps to nourish your cells and enhance your quality of life for optimal performance. Visit HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for an exclusive discount or call 844-869-9958. Let the silent voices be heard. It's the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.com. For a wide spectrum of programming from world and political news, societal and cultural stories, law enforcement, our military heroes, and much more. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. Welcome to the new era in communications. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Well, we are talking about a very important topic today, friends, uh, bullying. And this viral video we've been sharing with you here on young Keaton and what he has done around the world. And, you know, bullying, it's a, it's a pretty serious problem here. I mean, when you consider that, listen, uh, you know, almost, uh, well, almost a third of uh, students in this country, in the United States, and I don't know what those numbers are around the globe, but I'm sure they're just as bad, uh, in grades 6 through 12 experience bullying. Okay, so that's a lot of kids that are experiencing bullying. Now, the number drops a little bit more in high school, but still very relevant. 20% of students are bullied in high school. Uh, and again, the numbers are staggering here, uh, that uh, over 70% of young people say they have seen bullying in their schools. Over 70%, that is. Over 70% of school staff have been bullying. 62% witnessed bullying two or more times in the last month. So listen, this is, you know, then there's cyberbullying too. That's a whole nother story, by the way. That's another big, big problem out there is cyberbullying. And because that just empowers the, uh, the people that are, uh, you know, trying to do these things. They think they're empowered to even be more animalistic and um, off, the, off the charts here. So it, it's, a, it's a real, real problem out there. So again, the viral video, it's, uh, I played it for you a little bit earlier in the show. If you missed it, you go back and hear that. Or it's on our Twitter feed at Malcolm Out Loud. You'll hear it there. Um, but listen, um, it, it, the video is profound. It's young Keaton. It's only a minute, by the way, a minute and 15 seconds or so. And so he gets into the car and his mom, so instead of mom dismissing it, you know, listen, a lot of the time something happens with your child and you're thinking it's not a big deal. Now, it may not be a big deal to you, but it could very well be a big deal to your kid. And the problem with that is that that's amplified moving forward. And then if you get into a severe case, and I've got a couple of examples to show, share with you later on, where these people take their lives. It's bully side. I mean, they literally kill themselves because they can't, they can't handle the pressure anymore. They can't handle the rejection and the trauma of it and the embarrassment of it. Now, this young man spoke out about it. And the mother captured the video in such a way that and then she sent it out there for good you know she's going to try to empower this young kid well good for them and good for the young man to be willing to do that because not everybody would be willing to do that you know i got to tell you here some of the uh comments coming in ladies let's talk about some of these tweets here a moment okay because they're they're just amazing here yeah. um you know it, it, there's one here from um Jarrett uh, Guantano, I think he's in uh, football player. So Guantano related to it. Yeah, so he's a football player in the uh, school there, I believe, uh, uh, locally close by. He said, please let his mother know that we are trying to reach out. Keaton has some friends on the football team that would love to spend some time with him. 
Okay. And then, and then this uh, is play at rice back. So I got the chance to spend the day with my new best bud, Keaton. Yeah, so he's a, I think he's a quarterback there at the football team, ladies. Um, it was unbelievable to get to know him and realize that we have a lot in common. This dude is very special and has changed my life forever. Now I have the little brother I always wanted. God bless you, my man. Wow. Huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the great thing is that social media is can serve so many wonderful purpose, uh, such a great purpose here, because now we, we're raising the awareness of bullying and, and not just for this young man, but for the millions around the world, the kids, the adults and whoever is being bullied physically, verbally, in relationships, on jobs, you know, employer, employee, all types of bullying. Um activity that is going on so we're putting it out here and even through this uh this show through this platform malcolm we're putting it out here to educate to bring in awareness this topic here it is so important because again we're sending our children to school we're sending we're going to work we're expecting to be safe we're expecting to be okay and when there is any person who think that they have a right to hurt physically uh, verbally or destroy our things, our property, then we need to speak up. We need to speak out. We need to, children need to learn how that is okay to go home to tell your parent. And if the parent is not listening, tell your teachers, tell your counselors, if the principal or the, whoever, if they're not listening, then take it upon yourself to, to talk to authorities. Because we don't know who listens to these. I mean, you know, Malcolm, you see the statistics of who may tune in. And so I want them to know that it's okay to report it. Do not let anyone intimidate you to the point that you feel that you have to live in those in that setting or live under those circumstances because you do not. Well, as a kid, you feel your 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 world is ending. I mean, Jenna, you can speak yeah. to this. I mean, you feel you feel that your world is ending. I mean, you, you don't think there's another approach. And listen, I've seen my own two that are now teenagers and I see sometimes how they react to things that are um, horrific, Jenna, out there, uh, things uh-huh. in social media. Uh, of course, as I shared with you before, Jenna, if you recall, they don't use their real names in the social media world. Um, they just, that's how they've done it. They, you know, not to say it can't still happen, but they're aware that they're being exposed into, and that's the whole cyber part of this. It gets really even more risky, huh? You know, what's the flip side of the, the bullies is that they actually w- don't feel good. They inevitably are human and are going to have a guilt uh, feeling at some point. And then they're just going to bully again to deal with their mm. guilt feeling. And as yeah. I said several times on the show, we need to learn how to feel our feelings to, and not have it be some mamby-pamby thing. It's a, like, it's, a, it's a basic drink water, go to sleep thing is to feel our feelings as a human. And this is, these are the symptoms of people not feeling their feelings. They lash mm-hmm. out, they, um, they, they have shame, they have debilitating shame, so they kill themselves. Like it's, it's so rampant and when you really look at it, it is that, um, that core level of that these kids that are bullying also mm-hmm. don't know how to deal with themselves and their feelings and their life. They are just as much suffering even though they're the persecutor, even though it's not the persecutor, even though they're the propagator of the pain. I agree, that's, that's great, Jana, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It is so good. Yeah. Because so many, so many hurt people hurt people. Yeah. You know, if you've been abused, you're going to just do it to somebody else because you think you have that right to do so. 
and children who come from homes that perhaps mom and dad abuse each other. That's just the way they live their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody slams the door, everybody yells and cusses, do whatever they want to do. So then they take this behavior from home into the classroom or in the hallway. So they feel that they have to continue to be that because they don't know how to be any other way. Yeah, exactly. So, And that's just as tragic, isn't it? I mean, here they are being Mm -hmm. this terrible person, and I'm sure they feel guilt, and then they'll probably lead to drugs and lead to other things. And it's, it's, you know, it's, we can't just look at people that are bullied. I know it's easy to because you're like, oh, you're being bullied, but it, all of these people are in pain. Well, let's talk about that a moment. Let me ask all of you this here. What, tell me if you know, I mean, what would provoke some kids in school to see a kid like this young kid, Keaton, sit in there at lunch, let's say, okay? And they decide, you know, the kid's minding his business, doing his thing. And so then they decide they're going to harass him in such a way. So they, they take milk and they pour it all over his head. And they take food and they throw food at him and they stuff it in his shirt. And totally, what's... Where does that come from? So the kids, I, the kids who are doing that, tell me who yeah, they are. I'm going to chime in on that. So the, it's a projection of their own self-rejection. So they are rejecting anything in themselves that is less than and mm-hmm. attacking it on that child. They, I mean, they're both children. But any time that's happening, it's either you're black or either your nose is too big or either you're fat or either you're thin or something – or whatever the thing that they're attacking is the thing that they can't handle within themselves. And they Jenna, is to- that something they learned from from their own parents, from their own family? Is that something they learned from growing up themselves? Most likely, yeah. And, and societally, right? We don't. Right. I mean, you we talk about embracing difference, but how many people actually walk down the street and see somebody who looks different and go, "I celebrate you." You know, we have these demons in us. We have these judgments in our psyche collectively. If we say that we're immune to it, we're probably in denial that we all have to just tend to ourselves and go, actually, no, that's not true. It's an individual thing. So what's what's causing the bullying, in my opinion, is that bully can't can't deal with his own um, ineffectiveness, his own. What if he looked like that? He can't deal with it. And he has to attack it. Hmm. Wow. Like he can't deal with if I looked like that or um, acted like that or whatever it is that the person's bullying against, they are actually attacking them, this part of themselves that they can't handle. They wouldn't be lovable. They wouldn't be celebrated. Then they would be the one being bullied. So, so it's, a, ref- be- it's yeah. a reflection on the bullies themselves and why they do these kinds of things. They're having the problem, obviously. They all jump on board and then they're like, oh, we don't want to be bullied. So we're going to we're going to be with the bully because they don't want to be bullied, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And so the mob mentality is just as much a part of the problem. It isn't that first bully. Then it's the witnesses. Yes. Basically saying this is okay because I'm just going to witness it. I don't want to be bullied. So I'm just going to watch this this person be bullied and, uh, you know, feel weak inside and not do anything Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be bullied. It's Mm -hmm. the protection. Right, Mm -hmm. right. Well, you're talking about followers. There are a lot of followers. You know, I like the way you bring in the mob mentality. I think these are the two biggest problems out there, I think. Really, I do. I mean, the mob mentality that people are following other people, whether it's, you know, I mean, is never good, no matter what somebody else is doing. I, I think, again, celebrating your own uniqueness and being a leader 
is really where it's at. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, ladies, I, I remember, you know, walking outside in junior high school as a young boy and, you know, pot was the big thing and drugs were the big thing and pills and of course it was everywhere. Now, I mean, I did my own thing, but I didn't engage in that. Now, I have friends who did. I certainly know what pot smells like. I've never had it, though. Believe it or not, I've never, I never did it as a kid. And yet, I, it's not that I didn't hang with them. I just didn't bother. But I stepped up above those others. They knew I wasn't going to engage. But I was different. I was weird. I was whatever you want to call it. But I was never bullied because I'd, I'd kick their asses back, let me tell you right now. So, In any event, I'm going to hold it there. I'm all, man, we're going to pause here. Well, I mean, hey, listen, I think that's one of the things you've got to teach your kids is teach them self-defense. Uh, I know some of you ladies probably say, oh, Malcolm, don't go there. Well, baloney, baloney. Uh, no, I agree to a certain level because you're still going to deal with the animals out there that aren't working. Hey, you've got to deal with the animals exactly. out there, Jenna. And you know what? That's exactly it. And if they know they can't touch you. That's why I always say with the young women, teach them teach them uh, uh, self-defense. Teach the young women you know, uh, martial arts uh, so they can defend themselves from some of the, uh, f- from some of the less than spectacular people out there. And I think that's just good advice for everybody. We're going to pause right there. This is a really great conversation about something that is really um, tearing society apart. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment here. The goal is to deliver a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world to unite people from all backgrounds and beliefs in an effort to advance humanity. News blogs, informative podcasts, and entertaining videos. It's AmericaOutloud.com, where the conversation never ends. With 24-7 streaming on our free apps on both Android and Apple. Welcome to the new era in communications, America Out Loud Talk Radio. I think we're missing some real opportunities in our classrooms and in our lives. Not to get back with the educators to be able to, I I think I I could see a whole course on this. This should be like mandatory that they, uh, you know, there, there's something missing in society where we're not embracing our our, our uniqueness, our diversity, uh, our empowerment to be the characters we were born to be. And I see that as a real problem, Jenna Smith. I mean, that, that, that we make fun of people that don't necessarily, as you said a moment ago, that don't necessarily look or act like you do at that moment. Mm-hmm. But why is that so hard for people to understand? That's the beauty of the world. Oh my gosh, because we uh, we have been determining who who's acceptable, who is celebrated, and who is not. And it's, you know, you look at any movie, right? <laughs> you look at these movies, and it's like you've got these characters, you've got these archetypes, and that's the cool guy, and that's the pretty girl, and, and oh, yeah, that's just that guy over there that's the quirky one. You know, we have these ideas of what uh, is to be accepted, and from a primal, tribal level... If you're not accepted, you will die. Hmm. So on this, on this certain, you know, it's, it's going a little bit deeper right. than the topic, but when you really look at it, the need to be accepted mm-hmm. kind of gets mutated and becomes the bullying, right? So, that, so then suddenly it's like, I need to be the tough guy. I need to be this in order to be accepted because that's the archetype that's being propagated. And then, oh, right, you're the loser. You're a loser. Even when you hear that word, you're a loser. It's so charged. You're stupid. 
No one wants to be a loser. No one wants to be stupid. And so that charge of what we think is not acceptable within ourselves, not lovable, won't, we won't be in society. We won't be celebrated. We, we deny it. Well, again, one of the lessons in life I take out of that is there's a high road and a low road in life, you know? And, yeah, uh, and it's about right in the middle, you know, because it's, if, if they can learn that we're all acceptable, we're all, we're all accepted as we are, that mm-hmm. is not the messaging. I mean, at all, that is not the messaging. <laughs> so we're, we're talking about bullying and there's a, all of these different elements. But when we talk about bullyvention, when we talk about prevention, mm-hmm. we really need to look at, you know, educating the whole and, and when they do do these, um, you know, it starts from the government down because it, it has to be a whole institutional thing that the education needs to be required because the bullies need the education, the people being bullied, the witnesses need the education that, listen, we're not going to accept this anymore. And then then change can happen. But it's it's going to be a bit rocky in the beginning where the the people being bullied need support. They need to know that they can talk to somebody. They need to know that it's OK the people that are the bullies, I would love to see things like Facebook and Instagram, like delete their account and anything from their IP address. It's like blacklisted. Wow. That would be amazing. Wow. Well, could that ever be done, Jenna? Uh, I am not a tech person. But well, it could be done technically, I'm saying, but <laughs> would society accept anything. that, I'm saying? Yeah. I'll bet it could be. I'll bet it could be because there's the IP address of the internet provider. And if someone really wanted to bully that badly that would still minimize the amount of how easy it is to get on your phone and say, you're a loser, you're ugly, you're nothing. Um, and if it's blacklisted because they say those things, which just like, you know, terrorism, how it's have flags. I think it's possible. And I think that'd be great. Cause it's like, okay, you know what? No, no internet for you, period. What a great idea that is ladies. What an incredible idea Jenna has with that. I mean, can you imagine if we make that a societal norm? Can you imagine, yeah. you know, oh. right? Yeah. Yeah, well, there there is policing of of social media now, especially with Facebook. In light of all of the problems or the issues that have occurred over the last few years, they have put some strong pieces in place, and they are monitoring profiles, monitoring messages mm. more now than ever before. And so, there, I think we're on that um, we're we're on that line. We are moving in that direction. And it will take time to really control. But for the smart and savvy, technologically advanced person. Mm-hmm. But I think if the, it's also not down to the technology isn't going to solve the whole thing. Yeah, is it? It yeah, comes that if no. we're really, really talking prevention, it's got to come back to the way we're, we're bringing children up and, yeah. and start from the ground up. Um, yeah. You know, it's not, I know we've touched on it and, and, and I know we all agree, which is the wonderful thing on this call today, which is, but, you know, it's it's got to happen with the educators, with the parents, with the children, with the bullies, with the people that are being bullied. Like, we've got to share this one message, if we can agree on what that one message is. And I think we all do on this call is just, you know, it's not acceptable, but it's also not the way life is meant to be, um, you know, to really take it back to that prevention piece and, and educating people about how to be with one another, how to love one another, how to be nice to one another, how to respect yeah. one another. Because these, you know, these are not things that are taught in school. You know, we're taught about things that happened in the 12th century or, you know, things that aren't as important to our lives right now, yet we're not taught how to 
to be nice, uh, you know, how to love one another and how to be nice. And that that scares the pants off of me, um, you know, fr- from a societal board point of view that we're we're scored on, you know, the academic things that we can we can do. But there's no hint of love or respect in the way that we're on a societal level educating our children um you know it's down to the parents but if the parents don't know then the parents can't educate the children either um so something needs to happen somewhere along the line absolutely i totally agree with that yvette and and then we look at what we see in media or Mm. even uh, even with our politicians exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's a great example it is we're having our our officials and our our the people that are making the laws bullying each other and saying mean and hateful things about each other in public um, in public and and they're supposed to be the leaders who are educating our children yeah and and twitter twittering mean things about each other you know it's yeah. like the entire and i totally agree is 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 our entire society need to be re-educated back to the things that you should have learned from mama you yeah. know how to be how to be nice be respectful uh wait your turn you know um love thy neighbor you know those basic principles that we need as human beings in every society mm-hmm. in every culture regardless of our race or gender we need to know how to respect each other's personal space you know i i teach my little niece personal space if anyone's closer to you than arm's length that's your personal that's your per- where your personal space is and what people can and cannot do and what they can and cannot say teaching our children what is bullying how mm-hmm. to know that you're being bullied uh, as a kindergartner, as a a person, as a child in Head Start. How do you know these things? And when we begin to look at the games that our children are playing, the aggressive games, this thing goes so deep and so wide that it's not just one area. It's all through, it's, it's, it's all throughout our society. Everything the children are doing, the games, the, the electronic games that they're, they're sitting in front of that are teaching aggressive behavior. I spoke yeah, I've said that a lot. I mean, you're you're spot on, Doctor Faye, because they're watching the. I mean, the violence. I I I do believe. I mean, in the in the video games, you're absolutely correct. The kids are playing. I don't like it. I don't like, and my son knows it. I don't like the videos that show murder, mayhem, and rape, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I I just don't want the kids into that stuff. For me, it's it's back to that demonstration and and leadership. I, I feel like I bang on the same drum all the time. But <laughs> it's, it's a good drum. That's okay. It's it's it's. <laughs> Like somewhere along the line, we need to do something um, and to take responsibility. And we can only take responsibility for ourselves and our children and the people that we're able to influence and lead by example. And for me, it's it's that leadership piece. It comes back to that. Even so much as, as you know, down to the teachers, I know they do an amazing, amazing job. But how how far do we go with educating teachers around you know, that understanding psychology and the impact of of education and the way children are brought up and, and understanding the signs of, but you know, mental health issues or that if, there if are that, these, I, these warning I, I, signs. Let me answer that question, please. If that, I think it, how far should we go? I, I, I can answer that. I think it should mm. be required. It should be absolutely it be required. required. Yep. You know, we're uh, in the way that we are now, forced to educate our children unless we choose to homeschool them etc but the way the general population is 
you need to put your children into education from a certain age to a certain age. And if you don't in the UK, you end up in prison. Um, and yet we are then entrusting a majority of the growth of our children to people that we don't know mm-hmm. that have been through, in some cases, very short education, you know, to learn how to teach a curriculum, but they don't understand how to raise a child necessary or how to bring someone up or how to how to create a beautiful, amazing person in the world. And that isn't part of the requirement. And that right. scares me. You know, these are the people who are who are governing a good 12, 15 years of our children's lives uh, by law. And yet we don't have a say in, in what's necessarily being taught to them on every level. Um, I think there is an, a, a piece of the puzzle there that could definitely needs working on, too, you know. I, I, I think we have a we have a say, but we're not taking uh, the the role of parent on seriously enough because we do yeah. have a voice in legislation. We do have an opportunity to influence what goes on inside of the classroom. After all, mm. those are our dollars at work. Yeah. So we do have a voice in that classroom as to what my child will will be taught. Mm. However, be we we have to be motivated enough again. I, as you were talking, that I thought about when I grew up, my parents. My mom definitely was in the Parents' Teachers Association mm-hmm. and was very much involved in the school system. There was nothing that happened at school. My mom did not know before <laughs> we got home. I mean, it was a given. Whatever yeah. our day was like, my mama already knew when we walked in the door. So there was that connection. And I believe we are at a place in our society, I, I know we are, that we have to build a bridge again. It's been totally destroyed. I don't know when it happened but it has happened that there is no bridge between home and school and that we need to rebuild that bridge. And we're going to have to begin with the parents. Absolutely. And getting them on board again. And they will give us excuses of why they can't. They're busy working, et cetera. Well, you know, my parents work too, but there's still, it has to be. And with technology, it's, we can do it because mm-hmm. we can create these conference calls, these webinars, these settings online where people can still be connected to the classroom again. One of the things that I see happening and it's happening really at a, at a, at a rapid speed, at a speed here that a lot of people are beginning to pull their kids out of public school into yes. homeschooling yes. again. That is yes. really huge. And what parents yes. are saying, I will not send my child to that environment. I will not allow them to go there. And right. The fl- but the flip side of that, and I sound like devil's advocate now, like I, I do believe that we, there is a place for being in a community and and in pulling children out, are they then missing out on learning how to be in society right. and interact with mm-hmm. other people? But I get it, you know, the way it is at the moment isn't the ideal. And absolutely, yes, of course, the, the preference is taking them out of that. But, you know, it's got the, the downside of that as well as then do the children feel isolated? Do they then see all of the other children going to school well, and being together? There's no question. Homeschooling has become a big deal. And it's, and, mm. and it's actually predicted, ladies, uh, to become a bigger deal in the years ahead. Mm-hmm. There are people I know, uh, professionals, who predict that the education system is going to be radically changed in the years and decades ahead, that homeschooling will become the norm, and that mm-hmm. uh, the, the school system itself will no longer be what we know today. There are people who believe that's the future of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to say because 
as you say, there are, it's a give and take, bad and good, Yvette, when it comes to uh, the societal norms, as you put it. Well, then they don't interact with it. Well, there are times when you really don't want them to be active no, in society. Exactly. I mean, hello. I mean, and that, that might save the child a little bit here. Of course, not to the point of isolation. Uh, mm. You don't want isolation, clearly. That's not a good thing. But, you know, the whole thing about bullying is um, it, I just find this a, a profound topic. And I see this as a sad reflection of society. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do. And I, I think there are a lot of reasons when, when we talk about bullyvention and a lot of things we were talking about earlier with the educators and what should be required or not required uh, or and to get kids to embrace their uniqueness and their difference. You know, we talk about these video games and the movies and the horrific things out there and all the stuff that they do to one's mind. I'll tell you, I'm not convinced anymore when people say to me it doesn't matter or they say, you know, it's okay. I think that's a lot of rubbish. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm now really – I'm becoming more and more as I go here, ladies, becoming a stronger advocate for violence in videos, movies, and, and television itself. I think as a culprit, I think Hollywood is, is, is specimen number one for the corruptness we have. And I'm, I'm going to say that. I know it's going to upset a lot of people. Say, well, you know, but, you know. What you put into your brain is what you're going to get out of your brain, ladies. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Malcolm, I totally agree. And I've seen that for years. And it has gotten worse because people can access it. Our kids can get online right now. And they don't have to buy the game, you know, at a store. They True. can just go online True. and connect with other people from around the world and play these games. Mm-hmm. The um, issue of bully vention we have to look at every aspect of our society as a whole and people have to be retaught retrained to re- to rethink mm-hmm. to rethink life and how we're raising our kids how we're educating our kids and how we're how we're teaching parents to be parents because we're we deal with an entire issue there of parents being parents when they're 16 years old and mm-hmm. you haven't even learned how to be a child yet or you know having grandparents that are just 40 years old raising uh, grandchildren, you know, it's it's an entire world that we've created because of our our misguidance and our spiritual misguidance, and so we have to return to the very basics of of life. And sometimes, sometimes things have to break down before we realize that we need to rebuild. Well, and, and that's kind of where we're at with this story, ladies. Uh, let me share this with you all as we uh, begin to wind down here a little bit on this. And I want to remind folks, we're, we have a part two to this entire conversation, which gets a little more serious now, but it's an important part of the conversation, bully side. And it, it really is getting to the extreme point. And we've seen cases of this recently, just recently in the news. Um, and, and I'm going to tell you about some of those cases cases in that next show. Uh, stories like uh, Ashanti Davis, 10 years old from Colorado, or Rosalie Avila, 13 years old from California. Uh, these are people, young ch- children, young, young uh, folks who've taken their life um, because of bullying. And that's, that's an extreme case of this whole bully, uh, bullying thing. It's bully side. Uh, it's a term we're using out there for this. But In this particular case with this young boy, Keaton, so his mother recognizes that, okay, 
my son is having some real problems here. He was being threatened. He was being poured milk on and food and uh, stuffed down his clothes and ridiculed just because of the way he looked. And there's nothing wrong with the kid looks like a kid. I mean, it's something about his nose or something, whatever, whatever that's supposed to mean. I don't know. You watch the video and you'll see what I mean. I played it for you earlier. You can also get it on my Twitter feed, at Malcolm Out Loud. It's right there. But I want to tell you, looking at some of these tweets... I mentioned the quarterback ladies uh, earlier who reached out from the Tennessee Vols, the volunteers there in Tennessee, the quarterback Jarrett uh, Guantar- Guantarno. Uh, he, he reached out uh, and uh, he um, uh, spent the day with the kid and sent out a tweet. He said, so I got the chance to spend the day with my new best bud, Keaton. It was unbelievable to get to know him and realize that we have a lot in common. This dude is very special and has changed my life forever. Now I have the little brother I always wanted. God bless you, my man. Now, there were a few other tweets I want to share real fast with you. Uh, Donald Trump Jr., he, he, th- I mean, this, this, this got this some attention, this video did. This boy is incredibly brave, and the video really got to me. If he takes you up on your offer to see UFC headquarters, I would be honored to host him and his family at our place if they need somewhere to stay. Interesting. Senator Bob Corker in Tennessee says, Keaton, I know Tennesseans and people across our country join me in saying thank you for your courage. Bullying isn't acceptable, especially in our schools. We're all with you. And it was hashtag stand with Keaton. So this kind of became a phenomenon. And this kid right away is becoming, you know, imagine how his life has been changed, ladies, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes out. This is heartbreaking. But the response of support for him is a beautiful thing. Add me to your long list of friends, Keaton. Wow. Chris Evans. I mean, the tweets are amazing. Uh, Bernice King comes out. Be a King uh, is her uh, handle there. Um, she says, hello, Keaton, via your sister. You may have heard of my parents, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and I try to honor them and their legacies. I'm so sorry about the pain you experienced because of bullying. You matter. I love you. Wow, that's good. It's that's it's good. profound. I mean, Ryan Seacrest here. Your curiosity and kindness will overcome this moment and bring you better days to come. So I got to tell you, the tweets, and that's what I love about Twitter and social media, but I love Twitter for the fact that you can see all the good that it does, and it does incredible, mm-hmm. incredible good, I have to tell you. Listen, this is a significant topic. Uh, we just love the outreach of support for this young man, Keaton. It really does come back to prevention, friends. It comes back to what you feed to your kids. What goes into their brain is what's going to come out of their brain. Please remember that. We've got to get to the educators. we got to start to make this 101 in our school systems around the world. That's how we change the tide in this world, by teaching that diversity is a beautiful thing. The uniqueness in all of us is a beautiful thing. Let's raise that bar. That's what we need to do here. We need to raise the bar for all human beings to know that they're accepted and they have a place to be here. There is a reason they're here. God put them on this planet, so let's embrace that and let's stop the bullying stuff. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. Yvette Taylor, Dr. Faye Wilson, Jenna Smith. This is Malcolm Out Loud. To be continued, friends.